0: Hello, hello, and a third hello. Welcome to Don't Forget Your Towel. I'm your host, Azul, and today is the second and final episode of Fedora Noir, a game about a detective and their hat. Fedora Noir is out now on Kickstarter, so do go check it out. It's only been two days and it's already funded. Links are in the description below. We had so much fun playing it, so if you're interested in a noir RPG with collaborative storytelling and a setting that you can create as you go... Do check it out. With that all out of the way, let's get on with the episode.
1: Previously on Don't Forget Your
2: Towel.
3: The city goes underground and it's basically like upside down. Do we want to call this like the shifting city? If it's in the middle of um, sands, so it's like in the middle of a desert. I'm also thinking
2: about water access.
0: Can we make it so that water is kind of like the gold of the city? The case that I failed musing upon those. There were many times that I succeeded, weren't there?
1: Yeah. You know, I got made detective for a reason. And that reason is because I'm damn good at this job.
0: I'm standing by police tape. There's a lot of flashes, camera flashes, uh, a lot of reporters shouting, screaming out as, as they all point to a crumpled body in the side of the outskirts in the alleyway. Dustin, what's this all about? You called me in such a, dare I say, fright.
3: It's about Bobby. You know he's missing. Lola told me that she asked you to find him. Susan, I don't think you're up to it, if I can be frank. Damn it, Susan. It's my son. I would rely on you, but after the last case.
0: Dustin, you, you, you know me. You know that I do good work.
3: Well, let me help you at least. Here, he pulls out a water checkbook.
0: I'll find him. You have my word.
2: I'm worried sick about my bulby child. Last week, I found this hidden behind a frame, and I hand Susan
3: Bobby's water card. Well, why didn't you say so, Lola? I can look into that right away. And I think he takes it and, and leaves the room.
2: Susan, I I want to be with you, but I just don't know if you love Bobby or if you will ever accept him.
0: <sighs> it, it's complicated. I do care for Bobby, but I just don't think I'll be a good... Mother, but that doesn't mean that we're not good together, you know? That doesn't mean we can't be good together.
1: I've neglected her. I haven't been here. I was drunk the other night when she told me about Bobby. I forgot about it. Who am I?
0: I'll find... I hesitate before saying, I'll find our kid.
3: Dustin coming back into the room, shaking his head, uh, saying the account's completely empty.
1: Bobby's been missing for a month, I think she said. And the water card. And one thing's for sure nobody who's intentionally gone somewhere will leave without their water card. There's definitely something suspicious going on. Maybe I should look into any mob contacts that Bobby might have had, any dirty jobs he was working. Sounds like somebody might have taken him. But where? Gotta loosen the
2: nose, can't stop thinking about you it down. Gotta get off the drink, get my mind back in sync. I've got
1: four,
3: working
0: the case. Okay, so working the case, I choose who can I trust? And so the person that I'm going to meet is a a information broker of sorts in the outskirts. He knows people and he knows people who know people, but I don't know who he is truly. Um, But as I come to walk towards where he usually has his usual roosters. I see somebody else going in before I can get to the alleyway. And that person is Dustin talking to this man before that. I think his name is uh, Peter Barnaby. Um, yeah, so it's, it's an alleyway. It's quite a thin alleyway, only one entrance, only one exit. Pretty dingy, lots of sand all around. The time is nighttime, so it is like the uh, we are in the underside at the moment. Uh, I can see the crystals shining in the, in the pseudo sky. There's wafts of this kind of rotting smell kind of going around, but this is just a normal thing from the outskirts, I think. Yeah, and I will in the side for a moment why the hell is he here
1: either he really doesn't trust me to work this case or, or he has some kind of other connection to it does he know something that I don't is there something about the case that he hasn't told me or is he just following the same
0: leads I am I take a deep breath and kind of make sure that I've got my protective gear, make sure my pistol is fully, what's the word, fully... Loaded? Full Loaded, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure my pistol is fully loaded, and I briskly walk towards the two men.
3: I think before we notice you, we hear Dustin say, well, when was the last time he made a delivery to you?
0: Ooh.
2: Well, sir, uh... I I saw him coming down the other week (laughs) and then I guess as as I see Susan coming down I kind of like stop talking and be like can I help you
1: ma'am? Ma'am is it? Oh playing this game
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well well who do we have here? Dustin? Good day?
3: Susan you should take this good for nothing in for questioning
1: Okay, seems around the same wavelength.
3: I didn't do nothing. What... what are you accusing me of?
0: That's a good question. What are you accusing him of, Dustin?
3: <sighs> well, I don't know. You're the detective. All I know is, is this... this good-for-nothing used to hang around with my Bobby.
1: Okay, got the same intel. But, uh, hang around. What exactly does that mean? Good-for-nothing...
2: <laughs> if I recall you come to me for
3: information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Dustin's gonna try to casually go past Susan.
0: I take a step forward and wonder wonder if I should stop Dustin from leaving, or if it's better to perhaps take care of this riffraff first.
1: I'm here. I might as well question him. I can talk to Dustin another time.
3: Is it okay if if at, at this time, like, it, it was evening and now we're shifting into night and we see the city starts to get darker as it's turning?
1: Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like that. So maybe as it's turning, there's, like, sand sort of spilling and shifting around us. So I would say that um, Dustin and
2: Susan kind of have a hard time with the excess sand, but the... The good-for-nothing bloke is kind of like used to it. It's just the part, part of his routine.
0: Yeah, so I'm just scrambling on my feet trying to keep balance. Goddamn outskirts and... How long does it take for the whole change to kind of calm down, do you guys think?
1: Maybe it's a matter
3: of a couple
0: minutes.
2: <laughs> Maybe we're just kind of having this, a standoff. I've just like got my sand cloak on, and you're like, oh, like just hopping yeah. on your feet. <laughs> yeah, and then I kind of like. Settles. Oh, are you trying to get
0: away or do something? No, or?
2: no, I'm just like waiting for you to say something. But because you're so
3: unbalanced and there's sand in your face and stuff, you like can't get a word out. Yeah, I like that. Could we have, as as the sands are kind of settling, at the far end of the alley, Susan uh, sees a figure that looks like Bobby?
1: Yeah. Okay. Is that… Bobby? I… i I… I've gotta… I've gotta go after him.
0: Bobby? Is that you? And I forget about uh, the other people around me and kind of start walking, but then kind of get into a jog to chase this figure.
1: Yeah, and is the sand still moving? So we're having a hard time yeah, running through it. Yeah, I think it is. So like
0: yeah. I'm falling down and just crawling and then climbing up again kind of to my feet and then chasing it again. I'm guessing you're going to take over the figure, Caroline?
3: Yeah, so I think the figure, It's. I mean, it's. A, it's a sandworm. So it's it's sort of
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> every now and then
3: it's hard to tell if it's the ground shifting and the sand falling, but we see the figure sort of shift in and out of being a solid mass as it turns another corner not far away.
1: God damn, why isn't he slowing down?
0: I I think I even though this is happening, I'm, I'm clutching onto any clue I have, so I'm running through the. Like, I I take the turn to go to the alleyway where I saw this creature, or who I think still is Bobby, um, turn towards.
3: And I think as Susan turns the corner, the the figure has stopped. um, And I think they almost, she almost runs into it. And I think it's clear at that moment that it's a sand creature. And it it reaches and puts its arms, almost like I'm, I'm hugging my mother, sort of moment. And you hear it whisper... I need you. I need you to help
1: me. Please, Mother. What? I... Oh, no. (sighs) Well, this ain't (laughs) Bobby.
0: If if I could respond to my head, I'd be like, thanks, Mr. Obvious. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm still shocked by this revelation, so I kind of try to hold on to this figure, but I'm like, what happens to my hands when I try to hold on to it? Do do they kind of go through, or is it- Yeah. Yeah. And then I just shout, what are you? Where's Bobby? And of course nothing happens, I'm guessing.
2: (laughs) I want to bring Peter Barnaby back, but if there's any other sand things happening, then you can do that first.
3: I think the city finishes its tilt, kind of the sand waterfalls start going more steadily, and the Bobby figure collapses into the sand of the floor.
0: So it wasn't Bobby after all.
1: Oh, thanks, Captain Obvious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How the rolls have the tables have turned. I kick at the sand and turn around and quickly make my way towards the alleyway that Dustin and I imagine Dustin's gone now but um, Peter Barnaby
2: what you doing talking to the sand out there you're not going to get any answers from them
0: thanks i i am i'm aware of that now what was that creature and why
2: oh the the sandworms oh they're just a part of the outskirt life you deal with them every day
0: why did they know about Bobby? why did they take his form.
2: Well, folks say that they take on the form of something you're most scared of. Most scared
1: of. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'm not scared of Bobby.
0: Okay. N- never mind. Let's let's forget this this, this didn't happen. More importantly, who is what were you doing with that man before, Dustin?
2: Oh, Dustin. Well, he would come to me for information and he ran off before I could give it to him. So I don't know. I've got my payment. That's all that matters. Right. Okay. (laughs) What's the information?
0: What information was he asking for?
2: Oh, well, uh, I can't talk about other clients
1: with you, ma'am. He just said he wanted me to take it from here.
0: (laughs) As you must know, if you just heard what Dustin said, he just said he would be giving this on to me.
2: Oh, so, so two of you know each other then? Yes, right, right, right. well, my my rate is uh, <laughs> 10 liters for 10 minutes of information. Ten liters.
1: 10 liters for <laughs> 10 minutes.
0: Wow. that's
1: that's ridiculous. I am not paying that.
0: Listen here. And she kind of takes a step forward and says, "I don't think you want to be on my bad side. You've already been paid." Tell us what we want to know.
2: Well, it sounds like you're in dire need of information, ma'am, and there ain't much folk out here that would do that would do the talking that you need, so that's my that's my right and I'm not taking no for an answer. Okay,
1: let's just let's just think about this. He can be bartered with, he can be reasoned with.
0: I don't have any water to barter with.
1: Duster did give you a checkbook.
0: Oh yeah, he did. I do have water to bargain with. <laughs> this has been planned. This is all Dustin's plan. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin? Did Dustin know that this would happen?
1: What is Dustin up to? What, what is it that he knows? Okay. Let's focus right now. We'll get back to Dustin later.
0: Fine. Ten liters, And I take out the checkbook, write whatever I need to write on it, and tear it out and hand it to Peter. But before he can take it, I like if he tries to take it, I pull it back and wait for the information.
2: Fine, if you want to play like that. Well, the past month has been pretty scarce. Used to come by every couple of days, but now he only makes it out once a week. Doesn't say much. Just gives me gives me his cut and. Gets out of there. Uh, hold on, this this guy has seen him within the past month.
0: So you've seen him recently? Where here?
2: Uh, well, yeah, somewhere in the outskirts. Wherever I am, he finds me.
0: Is there a particular time he meets you?
2: Mostly in in the night, I'd say.
0: When's when's the next? When's the, when when are you next meeting him?
2: Well, as I said, I don't know. He used to come by pretty pretty regularly, but now it's just whenever he has. The chance to. The
1: chance? What, what does that mean? What kind of delivery is this?
0: It's a very specific choice of words. A chance. What aren't you telling me?
2: That's all I know, I'm afraid. Uh, Bobby don't say much when he comes by.
1: For ten liters, we can get more information out of this guy. I want, I want details of this business.
0: I kinda wag the check paper in front of him and say, You want your water, don't you?
2: <sighs> yeah, yeah, I suppose I do with with Bobby out out the picture it's it's being pretty hard. Well, I heard he got uh tangled up with some folks on the the west outskirts. The western outskirts.
0: Some folks? Do you know anything else? Maybe their name?
2: Yeah, he's been been doing some side business with with this guy named Frankie. Only the most desperate type of folks go to Frankie, if you know what I mean.
1: Desperate. Hmm. Huh.
0: As a matter of fact, I don't. What do you mean? <laughs> and what is this business?
2: I, I can't say any more than that, uh, I'm afraid. Uh, it's a dangerous business to be in, and... I'm not one to wag my tongue. Right. Not when it comes to Frankie.
1: Not when it comes to Frankie, ma'am. Right. This Frankie must be pretty high up on the west side. Pretty high up in the network of criminals. Could be some kind of fixer. Helps people disappear, maybe. But then, why did Bobby leave his water card? It doesn't make sense. Definitely going to need to pay a visit to this Frankie.
0: Thanks for the information, and I hand the check to him before saying, "Best be seeing you around."
2: Oh, it might be hard to find me again, ma'am, but if you need me, I'll seek you out.
1: Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying. He's trying.
2: He's trying to be like mysterious. Like and mysterious.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I. I think I look at him strangely and says, that's a very strange thing to say, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we can end the scene there. So for my moment, I think I'm going to go to a police contact of mine and ask them about Frankie from the West Side. They inform me that his name is Frankie Boyle and that he is a water (laughs) Monster. <laughs> <laughs> what that entails, we'll find out. It's probably but, lots of water balloons. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Obviously.
0: Of course, but nothing much more. They, The police kind of stay away from his territory. He's, he's very territorial. Yeah,
1: Could be a hard one to crack. Well, got Dustin's checkbook for a reason, I suppose. But if Bobby is working for Frankie and for I don't know, the mob on the east side as well? What exactly was he up to? And is that what Dustin knows? Hm. Huh. Closing in, partner. I think this
3: scene, um, Dustin has once more invited Susan to meet with him, but this time at the Oasis, not in his office. Um, so we're in this this beautiful bar in the middle of the city. It's got fountains and big palm trees, and it's very lush. And Dustin has chosen a table sort of out of the way, sort of circled around by um, leaves. And I'm choosing, um, this is the last time I'll help you.
0: Oh, oh.
3: And I think Dustin is looking really nervous. He's taken his tie off. Uh, he looks like he hasn't slept well. He's got a couple empty glasses, uh, and the waiter has left the bottle.
0: Yeah, I think I approach him, and I notice that he looks a bit more disheveled than usual. That's strange. And then I approach you,
3: sit down, Susan, and
0: pour us both another one. I sit down and say, if "I didn't know any better. I'd say you missed me."
3: He he
1: laughs like a like a desperate man. What is going on with him? He could be just worried about his son, but... No, that's not it. He definitely knows something. And he's cracking under that pressure.
0: Dustin, is everything okay?
1: They
3: say you shouldn't mix business with... Family, but... You've always been a friend, Susan. I hope you'll understand. I...
0: I would like to think so, yes.
3: Bobby... He was so directionless. He needed something. I thought that... Well, I thought that if I got him involved in in what I do, I could give him direction. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. What is he talking about?
1: What he does, as in, well, I don't think he means he got Bobby a position at the bank. What exactly is Dustin involved with?
0: What are you saying, Dustin?
1: I wouldn't be telling
3: you this if I didn't if I didn't really want Bobby back. I know you've got a job and a duty and all that. So I'm not going to ask you not to bring the law down on me, but I am saying that, well, you might not be
1: seeing much of me after today, so you'd better drink up. Hold on, hold on. This is, this is sounding, this is sounding bad. This is, this is scaring me. What kind of trouble has he gotten himself in?
0: Dustin, take a step back. You're scaring me. What are you, what are you talking about?
1: Water.
3: Water Susan It's so much more valuable on the outskirts You could buy up Tons of that land With not much water And while Bobby was Was Doing that Under the table you know The bank didn't really Know anything
1: about it The bank didn't know but Dustin did Was he Buying on behalf of Dustin What is this about
0: did the bank know? Did you know?
1: That I know. I was... I own half that district. Ah. Right. And that's where the checkbook comes from. <laughs> Nothing like dirty water.
0: S-s-s-s- hang on. So, so when you gave me the, your checkbook and everything, did you even do it because you felt... I'm, I'm not sure what to say.
3: I just want... I just want Bobby back, Susan. Right. Of course he does. You can tell the bank... I'll lose my job. You can tell Lola I'll lose her too.
1: Wow. He really does care about this kid. What is it about Bobby?
0: Why, Dustin? Why are you so desperate? Uh, And he sort of
3: uh,
1: laughs and he says, um, you never were the mother type. Touché. Maybe just one of those things I don't really understand, but, you know, I've heard about that parental bond what not?
0: Right, I see. Are you going to be okay?
3: Like I said, you might not see much of me for a while. So, even if you aren't much of that mother type, if you find Bobby,
1: when you find Bobby, take care of him, won't you? Uh, no, no, wait. Uh, no, he can't just he can't just leave in the middle of the investigation. I, I, I need I need Dustin's help. I mean, what is happening? He's. It's going to disappear. I, I can't, I don't know if I can do this without him. I, I, won't, I won't drop him in if, if that's what he's worried about.
0: I take a very deep breath and down the alcohol and despite my better judgement nod to Dustin and say, I understand. Just so you know, Bobby may have been involved with some pretty bad people selling on their turf, that sort of thing. So keep an eye out. You may be targeted too. Dustin nods
3: and says, uh, as he's picking up his drink again, you gave me your word that you would find him, so... So
1: you'll find him yeah, I did I did do that oh, <laughs>
0: Didn't
1: <thank> I <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I, I gave my word for a reason. If this case is going to cost me my best friend, my oldest friend,
0: I will find Bobby, whatever it takes. And I intend to keep it. But Dustin, promise me one thing.
3: What's that, Susan?
0: That you'll be back?
3: Yeah. You have my word.
0: Whoa, that was was amazing. The (laughs) feels. (laughs) The feels are real.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does anyone have a moment?
0: Dustin's left. It's been a while. Uh, There's like three bottles of wine on the table now instead of just the one. And I, Susan, like kinda raises her hand, my hand, to get the attention of the waiter and asks for more alcohol. The waiter kinda for a moment looks at the empty bottles and then bows down, says very well, before pouring a glass and says, What are you drinking to? Out of, you know, just politeness. And Susan kinda wells the wine in a glass before saying, "To old memories.
1: feel like such an idiot. Dustin and I spent all that time quarrelling over a girl. <laughs> it's classic, isn't it? Just a couple of bumbling idiots from the city centre. <laughs> I remember running around those streets when we were just, just little kids, you know? Playing in the fountains. Dustin was always ambitious. I'll give him that. Sure, he could have told me what he was up to, but... Well, I get why he didn't. I am the face of the law and all that, even if I don't always practice what I preach. And now... Now he's in danger. So is Lola and Bobby. Feels like... Everything in my career, maybe in my entire life, has led up to this case. And if I screw this one up, I screw this one up like last time that's it i'm done for if i screw this up i have no right to call myself a detective
2: i'll do one for lola it's during the day and she is going to the national bank of water or at least one of their branches And she is checking the balance on her water card. She's only got 10 litres of water left and she draws the final 10 litres and walks towards the outskirts.
0: Awesome. So the next scene is the detective's choice. Flame, it's your turn.
2: Okay, I'm going to go with you weren't supposed to find out this way
1: (laughs) yeah nice yeah I was hoping you would choose that as well
2: (laughs) okay so Lola is in the Snake River district with the last of her 10 liters she has found work at a club she has to hand over the last of her water to join though and yeah, the rate that she gets paid isn't nearly as much, but she knows that the 10 litres isn't going to go far. And she's on the stage, and for some, for some reason, Susan decides to walk into this
1: particular club. Could I make a suggestion that Frankie is the owner of this club? <gasps> oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> she was already wanting to talk to Frankie right yeah so, she's
0: looking for Frankie
1: yeah sweet
0: <laughs> yeah so is this are you in the limelight or are you kind of further out would I see you the moment I enter or would it be yeah and
2: I'm gonna say that Frankie is kind of like sitting in the front row behind the stage and Lola's feeling a lot of pressure to kind of prove her worth there yeah I'm the only person on the stage. I'm auditioning for Frankie.
0: Yeah, I walk in and I am immediately struck by this. <laughs> this? <laughs>
1: what, what? Lola? What the? Why? Why is... Whoa. What did I just walk in on? What? What is she doing? What is happening?
0: Loudly, at least loud enough for Frankie and the others to hear, I shout... Lola, what are you doing here?
2: Lola kind of stops and, like, loses her foot in and tumbles over. And she looks up and sees um, Susan and feels, like, instantly ashamed. But she also knows that, like, she's in a dangerous position where she is right now. So, yeah, I think she's just going to get up and try and, like,
3: brush off the fall and, like, keep dancing. Unless Frankie says stop or something. No, I think Frankie Frankie looks behind him, uh, sees Susan, turns back around and, and says to Lola, keep going, kid. You're doing good.
1: What is... Lola's not involved in all this too, is she? I thought for sure she would have no idea, but now here she is, dancing for Frankie. What is going on?
0: I look between Lola and Frankie... And then approach Frankie, doing my best to avoid gazing towards Lola. I clear my throat audibly and say, Frankie?
3: Uh, Frankie looks at you, raises an eyebrow, looks at your outfit and says, "Uh, Detective, have a seat. Oh, good.
1: He knows who I am. I should cut down on introductions.
0: Thank you, but I'd prefer standing.
1: I'd prefer you sat. Okay. So it's going to be like this.
0: Okay. V- very well. Um, I kind of begrudgingly sit down on the stool beside him. Happy? Happy? Very. I said Lola. <sighs> <sighs> oh.
1: oh, God. Mm. Just just keep focused. Just, everything's fine. She's a big girl. I'm sure she knows what she's doing.
0: I'm going to cut to the chase. Little Bertie told me that you're searching for somebody, and I want you to stop.
3: A lot of people want a lot of things. I want to find some missing money.
1: Missing money?
3: So that's what Bobby stole.
0: Right. How much money?
3: Enough to make it worth my time.
0: I see.
1: Can you make it worth my time, detective?
0: Should I... Should I use Dustin's?
1: Well, he did say anything. (laughs) <laughs> Besides, if this is what it takes to get Bobby back that's what Dustin will want
0: God damn it Frankie Tell you what, give me a moment with Lola and we can sort out of business
3: Take as long as you want I don't know if she's the right material for this club She's not, she's definitely not
0: She's she's not, She's she's definitely not <laughs> Thanks And I stand up and I walk towards the... Towards Lola, uh, kind of gesturing her to follow me to somewhere a bit more private.
3: Um, She looks over to Frankie and see if he approves. He nods his head almost dismissively
2: as she very eagerly (laughs) walks off stage and back to her
3: dressing room. Another desperate person takes her place on the stage, auditioning for a job.
0: That's probably the most. Depressing thing, out of yeah. <laughs> just like casually another. <laughs>
1: what are you doing here?
0: What am I doing here? She asks.
1: Oh, I could ask you the same thing, couldn't I? It's it's not what it looks like.
2: I was gonna tell you, but you just weren't supposed to find out this way. I. It's about Bobby,
0: right? What about Bobby? That's who I'm looking for.
2: Well, apparently, um. Frankie and his gang are, are looking for him too. And I couldn't give them the water that they needed. I just don't have enough of it.
1: So I was going to work it off, try and work it off here. So she did know what Bobby was up to. Oh, God damn it. Why didn't she come to me sooner?
0: Why, Lola? Why didn't you tell me this?
1: I, I didn't want to bother
0: you. You asked me to find him.
1: I thought I could sort it out myself. I, by dancing for Frankie, by becoming a sleazy worker at his sleazy club,
2: oh, Lola! As soon as it as I paid off my debt, I would have been out of here. I swear. As soon as she paid off her debt,
1: huh?
0: You know how things are here. You never, you never leave once you get in.
1: And besides, how big was that debt?
0: Do you even know how much Bobby owes?
2: I I didn't know what Bobby was up to until Frankie came knocking at my door. Came knocking at your door?
0: Frankie came to you.
2: Well, he couldn't find Bobby. I guess he thought the mother was the next best thing.
1: When was this? I thought she hadn't seen Bobby or heard anything for a month.
0: I see. Lola, I told you. I told you I would take care of you. And Bobby.
2: I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm just so confused. I just... I just want to do anything to get Bobby back.
0: Oh, Lola. And I think I hug her um, warmly for a moment. Listen, you gotta... You gotta get out of this place, okay? You gotta go somewhere safe. Yeah, just...
1: Look, I'll... Just... I'll tell her that I will take care of the debts. Well, Dustin will take care of the debts. But me, uh... And then she needs to tell me everything. She can't leave anything out this time.
0: But I, I take another deep breath and kind of hold her from on, on the shoulders and, like, tightly and say, "But you gotta, you gotta promise me no more secrets. You have to come clean. There's nothing between us."
2: I, I think I've told you all that I know.
0: Not this. You didn't tell me about this, Lola.
2: Well, that was my audition. It was just my first night. I. It took me a while to do, to
1: decide, but I thought it was the right thing to do. Okay, good. That, that means we can still get her out of this. We just need to sweeten the deal a bit for Frankie, and we should be able to uh, extricate her.
0: Jesus Christ, Lola, why did it come to this? You Just, I gotta take a moment back, take a step back, kind of... Ah! <laughs> Listen, I'm going to take care of all this, okay? I'm going to get Bobby back, and you will have nothing to worry about. Do you understand?
2: I understand. I'm sorry I dragged you into this.
1: You just, you gotta you got tell me these things, kid. Wow, I feel like, uh, something, uh, I don't know, I, I think I really care about her. And maybe Bobby too.
0: You know, I care about you.
1: I care about you too, Susan.
0: And I'm gonna pull her close and kiss her.
3: Fade to black. This is another flashback. We see um, Dustin looking at a newspaper uh, from a, a year ago. It's it's like a uh, Detective Bungle's case, missing person found on outskirts.
0: It's the first time Susan and Lola meet. Lola's right beside um, Dustin and they're they're on a table chatting, you know, drinking, and then uh, Dustin sees Susan coming in, kind of waves her over. Uh, They exchange formalities, hugs, and then Susan kind of sits, I kind of sit next to um, uh, Lola and our eyes meet and there's immediately, immediately we both kind of smile and look away. And yeah, the rest is history.
2: Lola's just kind of reflecting on some happy memories with Bobby. She still sees him as a little boy, even though he's like a teenager now. And she just kind of remembers everything being much simpler back when he was little. And she just remembers there being so much like happiness back then. And right now, without Bobby, she just feels empty.
0: Okay,
1: okay. Right, this is it. It's all come down to this, make a break. What do we got? Let's run it through. Right, coffee, here we go. Brain working. Okay. <clears throat> so, got Bobby working for Frankie, peddling the east and west sides, doing Dustin's dirty work in the west buying properties for him, stealing from Frankie's turf, maybe even stealing some of Frankie's money. Frankie was looking for Bobby, so maybe Bobby skipped town, or maybe Frankie or one of his goons has him somewhere. It's got to be something to do with the outskirts. There's, There's all those places there, sand shifting, lots of places to hide a body. No, 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 not a body. Bobby
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow <Ian. laughs>
1: Because I'm gonna find him. And God damn it he's gonna be alive when I do. Chapter seven Okay Case closed question mark.
0: I love these three prompts.
3: Mm. Noirs don't usually have happy endings, yeah.
0: So just for our listeners, the three prompts are someone always has to take the fall, in the end everyone gets what they deserve, and I always make the same mistakes.
1: I think I am going to go with I always make the same mistakes. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I think that um, Susan has been like tailing Frankie for a couple of days and she has managed to follow him and a couple of his goons to a sand bunker and um, so they've they've just gone inside and uh, and she is outside with her with her pistol. okay all right this has gotta be it just gotta... He's got to go in there. There's three of them, one of me. But I have the element of surprise. I can take him. All right, let's go.
0: I take another of my, at this point, signature deep breaths and barge in. We see a dark space
1: illuminated by a couple of oil lamps. Uh, Frankie and his goons are standing around and there is a slumped figure tied to a chair. And as, you, as we come into the light, uh, we can see that it is Bobby and he looks pretty rough.
0: Hands in the air.
3: I think Frankie turns and gives um, the detective the same dismissive look that he had given before and signals to his goons to take care of it.
2: Don't worry, boss. We got this. And we kind of... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really heavily walk over towards.
3: <gasps> is it Barnaby? <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: god! Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: Yes, can we
3: make one of them
2: Barnaby? <laughs> and yeah, like two of them just walk walk over towards the detective.
0: Yeah, um, I'm I'm holding my gun. I, I have my finger on the trigger. Should I, should I, should I shoot? Uh, It's
1: now or never. Just, uh, uh, maybe go for the kneecaps first, you know. Proper procedure and all that. (laughs)
0: Proper procedure.
1: (laughs) And I think as
3: the detective is hesitating, just like she hesitated last time, I think we hear a shot ring out. What, What? I think we see Bobby's chair fall over.
1: No. No, 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 no. I can't be too late. Not again.
2: I'm going to say one of the goons just knocks you out, hits you in the head, and everything goes dark
0: for you. Yeah, that's very appropriate because I think I'd be probably shocked and, like, I wouldn't be able to move with that. I wake up and time's kind of weird. Everything is slow and I'm woozy. I, I stand up and find myself in this crowded area. Lots of people around, walking, staring... I can't really see much around me because of all of the people, but the whole situation seems oddly familiar.
1: No, no, this... No, this can't be real. This kind of happened. I... I... How did... I was right there! Bobby was right there!
0: I push past them and come to where everyone seems to be focusing on. There, in the middle of the ground, is a body. A dead body. It's Bobby.
1: It's like, no, 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 this can't be happening. Not again, this isn't... This isn't real, it's not
0: real, it's... I look to my side and I see the police commissioner. But his face is different, it's Lola's face. She looks at me and she looks disappointed. Tears running down her face and... And she shouts something out that I I, I cannot make out.
1: Uh, This is a dream, it's obviously a dream, it's that... The sandworm, whatever it is, it's in my mind, it's, it's... It's something, I... Bobby, I have to get to Bobby. I, I, I have to see if he's alright.
0: I break through the line of policemen and run towards the body. It's, it's, it's definitely Bobby.
1: Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Come on, Bobby. Come on, this can't be it. Bobby! Bobby!
0: I shake the body. Bobby, wake up! Bobby!
1: No. No, 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 no! I can't be too late! Not again! Bobby! No! Oh my god! Whoa! Thank you all so much! That was crazy! Ah, uh, thank you! That was amazing. That
0: was so much fun.
1: Ah, oh, so
3: dramatic! It was super dramatic. Poor Lola is so sad. Such a sweet flame. I
0: know. Thank you so much, Caroline. This has been, wow.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I hope that you'll check out Fedora Noir. It'll be on Kickstarter, uh, hopefully on July twentieth. But I'm I'm so grateful to to get to play with you guys. This has been really, really lovely.
0: Yes, it's been so delightful. Thank you so much. For our listeners, the links are in the description below. The Kickstarter should be out as of this episode, so do go check it out. Go, go now. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at DFYT underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider donating to us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like or review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. Till next time, keep your towels at the ready.